I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I didn't care about nothing else but partying. I should be doing horror music. Yeah, flark. Kunde vi få över oss det här? Hej, 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 a flavor from the old so you don't scare people but with the future Forest Swords soundtracket till vikingatiden stora fält och en härjad kustlinje brittiskt regn och rusk det här är musik formad av omgivningen och skapad med ljud från den A lot of the history around where I'm from is vikingy <laughs> They're constantly digging up like Viking stuff. Forest Swords är elektronisk musik med historia och nutid. Men det är också värme och vemod. Forest Swords gör musik utan en datumstämpel. Men vad är egentligen kopplingen till KLF? I think I might get murdered if I say much. Hur kom det sig att dubbemästaren Lee Scratch Perry höll Forest Swords takttal på en lokal musikgala i Liverpool? He sent over this like video in his underpants. Det här är musik och Danulf med Forest Swords. So Matthew, welcome to um, Musik och Danulf. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Don't like to pigeonhole people on this show, but if you're a fan of the sort of James Blakey, Mount Kimby sound, then you are arguably going to like this, even if you're not familiar. Merging the worlds of dance music, dub, guitar-based music, into something sort of unique and undescribable, really. Uncategorizable, something of his own. This is Forest Swords, recorded live at Maida Vale. Forest Swords är Matthew Barnes, brittisk musiker som också är grafisk formgivare. Fyra album har han bakom sig, plus musik till film, tv-spel och ballettföreställningar. Han debuterade 2009 när han blev utan jobb. Redan på debutepen stod det klart att han ville göra något annat. Mörkt och trevande med rötterna i indiescenen och referenspunkter från rock och lite elektronisk musik. Men det var en lös och vid tolkning av begreppet elektronisk. 28 mars 2017 gick han ut på Twitter och sa att alla som hör av sig till honom kommer få var sin outgiven låt skicka till sig. Han satte sig sen och svarade på alla meddelanden. Um, 
I was starting to uh, just be a bit more present on social media. And I found that it still felt like there was a bit of a wall up sometimes. There still feels like barriers up. You know, you're constantly fighting against like an algorithm that you don't understand or, you know, various other things that are put in your way, various barriers uh, by the platforms. So I kind of just had the idea to be like, oh, I could just send people tunes on WhatsApp. <laughs> um, so I tried it and it, yeah, it was kind of an interesting experiment. People really connect, really connected and um, seemed to appreciate it somehow. Uh, and it was just really nice to, yeah, connect with people on that level um, where they can hear music directly from me. It was a, I'm not sure I do it all the time, but just for a, for an experiment, it was it was good. Wirral är en egen stad. Wirral är inte Liverpool. Lokal stolthet som är självklar och de dryga 300 000 som bor i området klargör gärna att de inte är en förort till den stora staden på andra sidan vattnet. Wirral är som en stor landtunga mellan Liverpool och Wales. Det är stora fält, en kustlinje och så två floder. På ena sidan ligger stillheten i form av Wales landsbygd och på den andra sidan ligger Storbritanniens femte största stad, Liverpool. Två tunnlar utgör förbindelsen mellan den stora staden och det tar knappt 20 minuter från Wirral att ta sig till Liverpool. I Wirral finns det plats och inte så mycket människor om man nu jämför med grannstaden som har fem gånger så många. Yeah, I grew up there and it's very um, coastal. That's how I can describe it. It's kind of very quiet and very pretty, but also is connected enough to cities that I could dive into shows and gigs and play in bands and experience a kind of music scene, but also be um, almost a bit obje- objective about it because I wasn't living within within it i could kind of dive in and out when i wanted to so i kind of got the benefits of living in a small town and also experiencing the music scene of a city a nearby city and that really helped me um that really helped shape how i approach making music i think Områdena kring Wirral är sedan lång tid tillbaka klassisk mark för historiker. Det har länge debatterats om vart ett av de stora slagen ägt rum på brittisk mark. In 937, the king of the English, Athelstan, fought a coalition of his enemies, including the Irish, the Scots, the Northumbrians and the Vikings. It was the Battle of Brunnenburg, one of the bloodiest and biggest battles of early medieval history. But since that day, the site of the battle has remained a mystery. Until now. 
Slaget om Brunanbur lade grunden för Storbritannien. 937 var året och i århundraden har läget varit okänt. Men nu har flera forskare enats om att platsen för den här historiska händelsen är just i Wirral. It was the battle of Brunanbur that effectively settled the question of England and defined the countries of Britain to this day. Matthew Barnes började lyssna på pop som liten och gick på konserter och som tonåring klev han in i rockens värld, intensivare och tyngre. Han spelade i band men att verka i grupp och få fram sin åsikt och kunna påverka riktningen upplevde han som problematiskt och omständigt. Han ville skapa själv. Den kustnära och lantliga omgivningen har påverkat hans musik en hel del. Även om närheten till en storstad var tydlig så fanns där ett utanförskap som letat sig in i musiken. Yeah, it was very very, you know, there was no music venues within walking distance where I lived. Um and, you know, to buy records, you'd have to get a train into the city and you know, you still felt kind of on the outside, on the edges. On the edgelands, I think that probably filtered into the way that I make music, and it, um, you know, sort of, definitely a lot of the, um, a lot of the environments around there filtered into the sound choices that I make. It's very kind of um, green. It's very coastal. It's very windy in the winter. It's very, very bleak and very brutal because you're right on the coast so you get lots of wind and rain and you know it's kind of very um very hard it's quite hard in the winter so um i think those kind of environments and the textures and the colors definitely filtered into the music that i make you soundtracked uh, part of the viking uh, landscape in a sense yeah a lot of the history around where I'm from is Vikingy. <laughs> uh, they're constantly digging up like Viking stuff, uh, coins, boats, you know, most of the place names are Scandinavian influenced, you know, everything is kind of linked around a lot of the UK, particularly coastal regions where they would set up camp, you know. Um, So I I definitely feel that kind of influence and there's that kind of energy around those areas, particularly coastal areas in the UK. Matthew utbildade sig till grafisk designer och har från början haft en avslappnad inställning till sitt skapande. Ett steg bort från liv och död kring artistskapet. Det är inte hela världen om musiken inte når ut eller om han kan turnera med sin musik. Skulle inte det fungera så går han vidare till något annat skapande. Den här attityden tar självklart bort stressen av leverans. 
Redan första EPN drog till sig uppmärksamhet och när den första framgången kom kändes det som om det berörde en annan person. För honom blev det en gradvis stegring och han hade ingen tanke på att lämna jobbet utan fortsatte göra musik vid sidan av och byggde långsamt upp ett nätverk av fans. Som grafisk formgivare är det självklart för honom att göra sina egna omslag. Genomarbetade som de är innehåller de konsekvent en avbildad människa i någon form. Han vill ha en representation av mänsklighet i det han håller på med, en fysisk manifestation. Han gillar att titta på skivomslag och vill att de ska reflektera musiken. Han har svårt att förstå de som skapar skivomslag som inte harmonierar med musiken. Han vill att det ska låta som det ser ut. Det gör upplevelsen så mycket större. Albumet Bolted har den mänskliga gestalten på omslaget fått anta fysisk form som en staty av betong placerad i en bur. Inspirationen för hans album är bland annat skulpturer och särskilt av konstnären Henry Moore. Henry Moore was a sculptor from Yorkshire who went from humble beginnings to being one of the most famous artists in the world. Henry Moore gjorde bland annat abstrakta mänskliga karaktärer, något som fångat Matthew Barnes uppmärksamhet och blivit till stor inspiration. En annan brittisk konstnär som påverkat hans visuella uttryck är Francis Bacon, omdebatterad och älskad artist känd för sin råa och brutalistiska konst. Francis Bacon was one of the most successful British painters of the 20th century and many regard him as one of the world's most important painters. Like any major artist... The more violently, more strongly you feel about life, the more strongly you must um, be aware of death. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Som barn var han tidigt intresserad av design och det började som tioåring. Han köpte magasin och älskade bilderna och inte långt efter det så började han skapa bildmontage och senare även experimentera med film. När han sen skaffade en portabandspelare där han kunde spela in fyra olika saker och lägga ihop dem till något helt nytt så vaknade fascinationen för ljud. Plötsligt blev det lika kul att leka med ljud som det var att klippa och klistra med bilder. It opened my eyes to the possibility of designing sound. So at that age I was understanding design in terms of like the magazines that I was buying or the record sleeves that I was would be buying. But getting a four track recorder uh, made me realize that you can design sound and design songs and you can place sounds in in the ways that you might place uh some typography on a page and the way that you change the color of a of some text on a page might be the same as changing the sound of an instrument um and you can layer things you know having a four track recorder where you can layer like four different um bits of guitar or singing or whatever and you didn't have to like start a band or anything you didn't have to kind of find people to play a bass guitar or drums or whatever um that was kind of mind blowing to me so i bought a drum machine and a guitar and i would just play with layering sounds and playing with placing sounds and just um kind of using the tape recorder as an instrument as well there's this kind of funny ways that you can hack it you can slow tape slow the tape down or resample things you can play things back you can feed in really hot signals and make it distorted um it felt like a really tactile instrument in the same way that I would was learning guitar um I was also learning to produce on that tape recorder I think do you think that sort of um led you into a way of of um steer away from the perfect digital sound in a sense uh, having those tapes being a bit you know noisy yeah i think so i've never actually thought about it like that but i think you're probably right there's a certain quality to those those machines that you get used to i suppose everything is a bit warped um a bit wobbly a bit it has a kind of a depth to it that maybe a lot of the digital stuff around then didn't would not have um so yeah maybe i got used to those kind of uh those kind of sounds and and the the sonics of making stuff on a tape and that maybe fed into what the kind of choices that i make now but yeah i've never really thought about it like that maybe maybe you're right
so when when did you start sort of doing and adding field recordings um, or sort of your your daily life uh, into your your soundscape Um, I was always taking recordings of different stuff even on that four track recorder I would just record the sounds out the window um, out of my bedroom window and just kind of listen back to it and you'd hear different different things it just makes you when you can't see something uh the audio of it makes you because it makes you analyze it a bit more so the sound of a car or the sound of a bicycle or the sound of people running all those different things uh you listen differently when you're not seeing it um so even at you know 11 12 13 i was interested in just hearing things differently maybe um, so yeah, I have you know hours and hours worth of recordings from when I was a child of just things outside. Outside, um, and na- when I got my first mobile phone, I was like, oh, I could record stuff on this as well. <laughs> it's the same thing, you know. So I've got yeah, years and years of my life in field recordings, just things that I hear or things that interest me, little percussive sounds that you'd never normally notice um so a lot of those things that i um that i have recorded on my phone recently go into songs they might just be very very low bed in the song or they might be they might form a a bit of percussion or a bit of melody uh anything really i just use them as a bit of a tool to as a as a like a a color Swords skapar en slags forntida elektronisk musik där ljuden är framlekta objekt vi har omkring oss blandat med en form av klassisk instrumentering. Han skapar inte en upplevelse som känns futuristisk i den meningen att ljuden är syntetiska eller består av någonting från den senaste mjukvaran. Det ska kännas beprövat och ålderdomligt. Användandet av röster och körer bidrar till upplevelsen av ett sammanhang. Här finns stämningar som för dig till ursprungsbefolkningar och rytmer som frammanar bilder av forntida ritualer. What is it with um, the human voice that that makes you keep coming back and and sort of exploring it in in different ways? Um, initially, it was kind of just a, a budget thing in that I couldn't afford to hire singers, and uh, I didn't really know anyone that had a voice that I heard in my head. Um, so I started using just these really cut cut up samples of things again just things that made me feel something and generally that was things like choirs and groups of voices i think when you're when you're working on stuff alone uh you want some sense of togetherness or you kind of ache for 
uh, other people sometimes. And for me, that also also it's kind of an instant shortcut to something sounding bigger than it is. So even though I was making music in my bedroom, putting a choir on it instantly makes it sound bigger and and more <laughs> uh, epic and kind of emotionally uh, a bit more powerful. So maybe it's just like a, it was just a cheat code at first. Um, but since then, yeah, I, I kind of just really found that I like listening to it. A lot of the music that I listen to uh, for pleasure is is mainly like vocal music and song, singers, you know. Um, but I'm not a songwriter, so, you know, I'm, I don't do kind of like traditional first chorus, first chorus songs. Um so, yeah, using vocalists in just for hooks or just for little snippets here and there still makes me feel like I'm connected in some way to that without actually having going to go through with writing a full song. Um, yeah, I just think the human voice is, is really beautiful and really so um, powerful when you use it correctly. I was also in choir at school when I was about 10 years old, so I think maybe I just am nostalgic for that sometimes. Forest Swords här fantasirika landskap med en stark närvaro av liv i olika former. Medeltida musik förflyttad till vår tid. Ju längre in man kommer i hans skapande desto större verkar omgivningen, rummen, bli. Atmosfäriskt och lätt dystopiskt. Och vid första lyssningarna så framträder en mörk bild och en känsla av en värld efter undergången. Och sen inser man att det är ju kanske ändå inte så långt ifrån vår tid idag. Musiken den bärs fram genom användandet av röster och flöjtliknande klanger parat med dova rytmer. Musik tonsatt för en blåsig dag vid kusten. En osäker färd över ett mystiskt vatten, dimmigt och med oklar utgång. Han gillar att sätta sig i nya situationer och lära av andra- att skriva för en ballett eller en film är två helt olika saker och en mycket större utmaning än att skriva musik till ett eget album. I I always wanted to do a dance piece and for for whatever reason a lot of choreographers and dancers really respond to the music that I make. I think because it's maybe certain tempos or certain um kind of frequencies work better when you're choreographing things. Um, So I I was constantly getting messages from people asking to use the music in their dance pieces. And I thought, well, maybe I could just write a dance piece. I didn't have any clue about the contemporary dance world. So I contacted a a choreographer friend of mine and we did this this piece together. And I was really interested in just using certain parameters in the sound. So the thing with writing music on a computer or on hardware is that you are bound by... uh, Well, you're kind of not bound by limitations a lot of the time because you can use any sound from anywhere and there are 
infinite combinations of that, um, which I enjoy when I'm making a record, but also it can be, you can have too many choices sometimes. So I thought maybe I could just do music made from breathing and breath sounds and the human body and kind of amplify that. Um, there's something weird about amplifying breathing in a space using a sound system where you just freak out. People get really uncomfortable hearing other people breathe. It's like when someone gets on the bus next to you and has really heavy breathing. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, this is this is horrible. This is horrible. This is awful. Um, it's like that, but on a large scale. So I started to make beats out of just human breathing and breath sounds and inhale, exhale, uh, bits of like the body being slapped and stuff like that. Um, I made basically made nearly an entire record out of that. And we set it to a dance piece and it, it was a really, a really amazing experience. It was great to set, great to learn new things in a different industry that I didn't know anything about. I met so many nice people through that, uh, but also um, just realizing the power of having limitations sometimes. Förmågan att skapa drama och mystik har gjort honom populär som kompositör för film och tv-spel. Kanske för att han vill skapa något som befinner sig bortom tid och rum. Elektroniska ljud och syntar som signalerar tid och rum är därför inte något som intresserar honom. Att använda ljud eller instrument som är en del av vår historia är därför viktigt. 2014 så tog han sig an spelet Assassin's Creed Rogue, ett spel som pendlar mellan historia och en slags nutid. I was once an assassin, but learned I was following a lie, deceived into ending innocent lives. Now I fight for a new truth and join my old enemy, for amongst those I once fought. I see the light of justice. Även As Dusk Falls som utspelar sig i slutet av 1990-talet fick ett soundtrack av Forest Swords. The thing about shadows, you can't escape them. You just learn to keep them behind you and look toward the light. Forest Swords med Butterfly-effekt tillsammans med Nene Cherry. Sällan har Nene Cherry låtit så aggressiv och hård som i samarbetet på albumet Bolting. Butterfly-effekt är återhållsam ilska på ett sätt som matchar Nennes röst perfekt. Samarbetet inleddes med att Matthew gjorde en remix för några år sedan till Nennes Broken Politics. De diskuterade ett fortsatt samarbete men sen kom pandemin emellan. We'd kind of been circling around each other for a while. Um, I did a remix for her and then I was going to work with her on her own material and then the pandemic kind of got in the way. 
Um, but when I was making the record here, I had this instrumental that just kind of needed, it felt like it needed, needed a vocal on it. It felt like it needed a different energy on top. Um, and I just kind of sent her husband an email, who's Cameron McVeigh, who's an amazing record producer in his own right. Um, I sent him an email just saying, have you got anything that might fit this? And within about an hour, he sent back this this unused vocal of hers and I placed it over the top in the in the software and it kind of fit perfectly. The tempo was perfect. The key was perfect. Um, so I didn't really need to do anything with it and it, it sort of felt very fortuitous and like it was meant to be really. You know, I grew up listening to Nana Cherry and I think she's amazing and such an icon. So to have her on a track is just a real blessing. stor betydelse för honom. Ingenting han växte upp med men något som kom när han under studietiden fick nya influenser genom tips av vänner. En av dubbscenens skapare och stora stjärnor, Lee Scratch Perry har varit en stor inspirationskälla för Matthew och hans sound. Mr. Perry var själv inte någon blyg karaktär utan sa det rent ut att han inte gillade vad artister gjorde med reggen som han enligt egen utsag har skapat. Så han var tvungen att göra något eget. Det blev dubb. God say give the reggae to Bob Marley. And let's make a new thing in the studio called dub. So I really do as God says. So I, I give Bob Marley reggae as a present. Punky reggae party. And then... I was free from the reggae. I grew up uh, as a teenager, like part of my discovery of other genres was diving into dub music, the Trojan compilations that they used to release that were just like smashed full of different tracks. Uh, And so many of those were produced by Lee. And he basically, you know, just like pioneered what I do, which is making, you know, producing tunes. He basically was doing that. He was the first person to ever sample anything in a song. You know, it's like, it's crazy how much stuff that he did. Um, And yeah, again, in a similar way to Nena, I was kind of circling around him for a while and we were going to work together. Uh, But unfortunately, he passed away. And a couple of years before he passed away, I got this voice note that talked, you know, it was just a voice note from him. And it was really lovely and I'd, been meaning to use it for a while and I did this song called Lying Gone Cold that is about you know like loosely about about grief and death um, Lee said this great quote, quote when he was li- alive about how death is basically just like changing trains um, you get off one train and you go on to another and I was thinking about that quote when I made the song and I thought maybe I could use this voice note at the end I'd already I already knew that the track was going to be the last one and so it felt like a really nice tribute to just have him closing it and um I thought if this is if this is maybe the last record that I make it's kind of a nice way to close it what better guest to have on you know it's almost like having a fairy godfather on the record or fairy yeah I've got Nena and Lee so fairy godmother and a fairy godfather kind of blessing the record Thank you. 
sa åt mig att ge reggen till Bob Marley. Underbar Lee Scratch Perry-sägning i en intervju med Channel 4. Det som skulle bli mer av ett samarbete mellan artisterna han bara bli en remix som Perry gjorde åt Forest Swords. Låten Thor's Stone remixades av den jamaikanske dubbprofeten och går dessvärre bara att hitta på Youtube. Planerna var att de skulle göra mer men då Perry gick bort här om året så gick planerna om intet. Däremot han Matthew få hjälp på ett lite annorlunda sätt. När han för ett tiotal år sedan skulle få ta emot ett lokalt musikpris så bad han Lee Scratch Perry om hjälp. Kunde han möjligtvis hålla ett takttal? Ja, det var runt tiden jag skulle arbeta med honom. I just sent him a mess. I sent his wife a message saying, "Can you just get Lee to do an acceptance speech for me instead?" It was a, lo- a local uh, Liverpool award, just kind of acknowledging like up and coming artist. Um, and he sent over this like video in his underpants, just talking about talking nonsense, and it was the most perfect thing I could have wished for. I hate evil energy. Night don't mix energy. Gabriel is your last warning. Musiken på albumet Bolted spelades in i ett lager som tidigare var en bilfabrik. Kallt, stort och billigt. Inte kanske idealiska förutsättningar, men samtidigt precis vad Matthew Barnes ville ha. Han kunde experimentera med ljud och få en känsla för nya instrument och hur lokalen och ljuden kunde interagera. Det här var faktiskt första studion som han kunde kallas in. Inga fönster och en ständig kamp mot kylan. Studion som han satt i blev trots storleken klaustrofobisk mot slutet av inspelningen. Och omslaget signalerar enligt honom själv klaustrofobi. Och förhoppningsvis återspeglar musiken det också. Extra intressant är området och lokalen för sina påstådda kopplingar till en av Storbritanniens mest mytomsbundna grupper, KLF. The biggest selling singles band in the world this year is the KLF. We wanted to dump the whole history of pop music and starting again by just sampling things and building things up like that. KLF med rötterna i Liverpool och med fötterna stadigt i olika kulturprojekt och med viljan att ständigt utmana etablissemanget. A brief history of Bill Drummond and Jimmy Corti alias KLF, the greatest rave band in the world ever. January 1987 they formed Justified Ancients of Mumu. They didn't rock, they raved. Duon som la ner karriären när de toppat listorna i början av 90-talet. De skrev till och med en bok om hur du ska göra för att få en nummer ett på den brittiska topplistan. Matthew själv skruvar lite på sig när kopplingen till KLF kommer på tal. Yeah, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to talk about the KLF really, but uh, I think I might get murdered if I say much. But uh, the building is The building has connections to the KLF, um, but I'm not really at liberty to talk about the KLF because the KLF are a law unto themselves. Um, but there, you know, there's lots of, of I think, that energy of um, play and fun and kind of um, 
kind of renegade spirit definitely is felt in the record that I made because there's there's kind of like bits of the KLF dotted around all this building, this residue, you know, KLF residue. Well, we're looking forward um, to you coming back to to Stockholm. Do you have anything uh, specific you you um, you want to go for um, while in in Sweden? Yes, I'm going to go to the Alba Museum for the first time. I've always missed it every time I've been to Stockholm. I think I've played twice in Stockholm before over the years, um, but I've never quite made it to the Alba Museum. <laughs> uh, and just exploring, yes, exploring Sweden a bit. Um, I it's a city that I really like but when you're on tour sometimes you are only there for a day um, and don't really get under the skin of a place so yeah I booked in a couple of days extra at the end to hang out in Stockholm and maybe go a bit more around Sweden so we'll see yeah but my main thing is to just like go to the Alba Museum <laughs> Forest Swords är en nyfiken person som är villig att göra saker på ett lite annorlunda sätt. Musiken är hypnotiskt repetitiv, brusigt och jordnära. Och ständigt som ett litet skimmer överallt ligger omgivningsljuden, de vardagliga små händelserna eller bara vindar som lägger grunden. Ja, du har hört musik och Danulf med Forest Swords. Tack för att du lyssnat. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.